This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. Green sound. Green sound. Green sound. Screen sound. Screen sound. Hello listeners and welcome to Screen Sound, the brand new Phoenix Media and Phoenix Radio produced podcast with your hosts Ryan Parker and Duncan Towner. This is a Phoenix Media podcast talking about various entertainment properties, music to television and radio. You can listen to us fortnightly on the Phoenix Media Spotify page as we bring to you all of the latest and greatest theories and opinions in pop culture. So stick around and maybe you'll learn a thing or two. And most importantly, don't forget to enjoy the show. Is that time of the day again? Time for some Screen Sound Podcasts. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Woo! Hopefully without technical difficulties this time. I'm your host, Duncan Towner, of course. Joining me is the one, the only, you know him, you love him. It's Ryan Parker. How are you going today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you, Duncan. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's another week, another day, another dollar. Another day, another dime, another crime, another dollar. Another dom dollar. <laughs> another surf, surf shirt with another white collar. I have no idea what that means, but that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. All right. I so I just assume I got it from Community, you know. Yeah, probably. The, the Dean raps in that Six peanut. seasons in a movie. And we're getting that movie. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. Of course, Ooh. welcome back after a couple of weeks off. Well, a week, another fortnight, actually. Mm. You know, it's... More crazy stuff happening in the world of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how we roll. That is how we be rolling. They hating. Yeah. And, you know, and one of us got up to something on Tuesday. That's true. Ryan, won't you take it away? All right. So, uh, Tuesday, after 916 days, I got to see Tame Impala. Very, very exciting. Oh, wow. Was it worth the wait, too? It was so much fun. Yeah, he took his Rushium and headed off to Tame Impala. I didn't get Rushium. Some of the, like, you know how there's the fake doctors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some of them were sitting outside the uh, Brisbane Exhibition Centre. And I was walking in, they said hi and everything. And I was like, started a conversation with them. I was like, is it not cold? And like, you're just wearing lab coats out here. Is it not cold yet? And they were like, no, it's okay. But they were like in character. And uh, they didn't give me any Rushium. I was very upset. Um, from what I heard, Rushium's just like... You know, it's just, just a lolly. Yeah, it's just yeah. a lolly. It's not actual hallucinogens. Yeah. Oh, no, I would hope not. Yeah. Um, I mean, depending on how it would go, it would kind of enhance <laughs> the show. Yeah, but... I mean, you could get a sugar high and just just <sighs> crank. Just, just like, yeah. totally turn up, you know? You could, but, you know. Yeah. But still, how was the experience? So... It started off with a performance by Sicko. I don't know Sicko. Do you want to pull up Sicko on the S-Y-C-O? Pull that up on the computer there. But Sicko was this younger band. That's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've heard of her. Yeah, her name's Sasha McLeod, and she's an Australian singer and songwriter. She's on Triple J quite frequently. Oh, she's around our age and from Brizzy. Yeah, I uh, I kind of assumed she was around our age. So she seemed about 21, 22. Uh, it was her first big concert in a performance like that. And I think that it was pretty solid. Uh, here's the thing. There wasn't much of a stage presence to them, but I didn't feel like they had 
the opportunity to have as much of a stage presence. Yeah, like... And I'll get into that with su- Genesis as well. With support acts, to a certain extent, there's only, like, so much stage presence they can have. Yeah, well, all of Tame Impala's stuff was under sheets yeah. and blankets behind them, so they didn't have much they could yeah, move well, around. Yeah, when I saw 21 pilots, they had draft yeah. support them, and yeah. I thought draft had fine... Uh, stage presence for like yeah. a support act because they had like a curtain drape over like the drums and the piano mm-hmm. and like all the other props that they had yeah. didn't even have like a, a video screen behind them yeah yeah exactly so they all they had was minimal lights and all of that and I think another thing that kind of was sucky about that is that it wasn't originally supposed to be starting at 7 it was originally starting at 8 but I'm not sure if Sicko came in late and then they were like, all right, we'll start at seven now. But people were already turned, like people were turning up to thinking they were early, but really they were on time and still coming into the exhibition center yeah. as Sicko was performing. And it takes a long time to get to the entertainment center. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I live in Western Brisbane and it can take a good hour, hour and a half depending on traffic. Yeah, exactly. To get all the way to Boondall. Yeah, so it was, <clears throat> it was pretty good. They were solid. The best song was definitely Ripple, uh, which is a song with Flume uh, that Sicko has done. Flume and Chrome Sparks. Yeah, so they produced that song, and it's got some really nice synths. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't super swept away with their performance. You could tell they were nervous. I don't blame them. Yeah, when you're opening up for pretty much Australia's biggest current band yeah, at the moment. exactly right. So that was... Okay, uh, I'd give it like a solid 6.5 maybe. I think that if they are I think if they have the opportunity to grow larger as an Australian artist, they could do really well. I think they are playing more festivals, yeah. and, you know, Laneway, I think they're performing this year. Yeah. And you know, they'll have like much much more of the yeah, stage to exactly. use more visuals. Yeah, well, and lighting to use, which is good. I saw Gold Coast band Ivy play, and uh, I was just much more swept away in their performance than I was that one. So I kind of, you know, they're both small scale bands compared to people like Tame Impala, but it's just how you use your stage yeah, presence that really elevates you. And I that's one thing this... about Genesis Owusu that I'm going to yeah. get into that he is so good at. Yeah, because I went to this concert pre-pandemic with my dad. It's like an older band yeah. that my dad enjoyed back in his youth and they had the support band and i really think they played better than the actual main act yeah who was that uh, it was for the sunny boys like an old yeah. australian band yeah. they had hunters and uh painters and dockers or hunters or collectors i think it was the yeah. first one mm. and the support was really good yeah wow like, i'm not a big fan by any stretch mm. of imagination but i thought they had had a good stage presence everyone seemed really into it yeah yeah well it yeah so going on from sicko the next supporting artist was Genesis Owusu, who I have been a fan of since 2020 uh, with the song um, Don't Need You. Don't Need You. Exactly right. I was telling you this before. Yeah. He's, he's been popping up like a lot, especially in international and circles. I, I'm assuming he will continue to do that. Yeah, because he is very unique, especially for an Australian mm. rap artist, because Australian rap is not exactly the best thing in the world. No, I, I, I can't stand that. Australian rap, but he doesn't do that. Aussie Eshe rap yeah. that I'm used to. So he does a lot more. It's not mainstream. It's experimental in many ways, but he's more akin to an American sound than yeah. an Australian sound, which I think is working for him. I mean, 
He won the Aria for best album last La- year. Yeah, it was last year for yeah. Smiling With No Teeth. Exactly, and that was a great album. And yeah. even he's doing overseas shows. Obama released his favorite tracks, and he posted it online. And on there was a Genesis Awusu song. And that, <laughs> like, Genesis post reposted it saying, Obama said, stream Smiling With No Teeth. Because I thought <laughs> that, that was, was funny. Him, you know, like, he got so much attention from international critics, like yeah. Fantano last year. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. Fantano, he's like the the one critic that makes everyone go, hmm, I should check that yeah, out. Yeah, music's busiest nerd. <laughs> yeah, um, good old Melon. Yeah, so that Genesis was great. It, another thing about that which bothered me is that once again, all of the stuff, like all of Tame Impala's gear was on stage. So... When he came out, he had to stand up and they turned all the lights off. And he does this thing at the beginning of a show. I saw it at Splendor and it was so well done at Splendor. So he has these people called the Black Dogs and they wear these face masks with like zippers and stuff. Um, and then they all dance. They're like his backup dancers and they help him with performances because he yeah. does. he's got a really good stage presence. So when he comes out, he comes out kind of like he's floating or he's on a horse and he's got this giant dressy sort of uh cloak on yeah and then at the beginning when the song kicks off all those ninja like black dog crew come out from underneath the blanket and he does his performance and then there is backup dancers and you're not supposed to see them under there but because the stage was so small and there wasn't a backstage and it was on like an elevated surface and it's just that surface just goes he didn't have the opportunity to hide them yeah so when he, i saw him at splendor because i was super excited to see him he came out and i was like is he on a horse and then the song kicked off with the lights and all these like ninjas came out from underneath i was like what the hell this is awesome i think when you're giving your own stage you get a lot more opportunity yeah. to be doing the crazy yeah. stuff Ex- exactly. compared to supporting where you're constricted with stage yeah the amount of stage you have because yeah. especially with the like a band with so much gear, like Tame Impala. Yeah, exactly right. So it was a really solid performance. Um, not many people knew his music, so I was kind of jamming out it's and singing a, a, and rapping, a bit, that's but a bit no one weird, else knew. You think for the crowd that tri- that Tame Impala gets, yeah. like a very Triple J crowd. Yeah, well, I, I think there were a lot of people that were just there for Tame Impala, and I understand that. Yeah, but uh, you could see that where, like, Genesis see, was having fun. Don't worry, darling, just for Harry Styles. Yeah, yeah. So, moving to Tame Impala, they first came out. Look, I was very close to the front. There was probably like five. You know how it's like yeah, rows I and a line going horizontally. Where, yeah, where you were located, and that was actually <clears throat> really close. Yeah, so I was really close. I don't usually get that close because I like to see it properly. I feel bad for everyone behind me though, because I'm like six <laughs> foot three. Yeah, and everyone behind me was so short. I was easily the tallest person there it's never happened to me in my life i was looking around no one's head matched my height (laughs) it was really really depressing for everyone else around me i felt bad because i was like i feel like i should be at the back because i'm blocking people's view oh yeah i mean i can't change my that's the problem of the the pit you know you're gonna have to deal with tall people yeah exactly so tame impala first came out there was a bit of bass towards the front and you know tame impala it's hard to hear yeah words unless you know them so, because Tame Impala is kind of like the Bee Gees to me, because when you don't know the lyrics, it's hard to tell what he's singing. Yeah. So, um, Kevin came out. It was great. The 
performance really started to pick up at Elephant. I've which is to be expected. I've seen the videos of it. Yeah. Like his recent Slow Rush tour. Yeah. And the visual aspect, I think, it has is always been the top amazing. part of a Tame Impala show. Like that ring of light that they have. Yeah. That, and it, it moves up and down. It moves side to side. It, like, mm. tilts forward and back. And th- there was a stage where it was, like, above their head. And they had maybe, like, a, a, like a hand's clearance. length clearance <laughs> from the light. And it was just an amazing, amazing performance. So, when they do the confetti and stuff it was amazing it was just color there was so much color in that show it was so vibrant and it was definitely worth the 915 or 16 days that we had to wait to go see it it would be i mean you you saw the photo i posted with all the confetti around me it was awesome so cool it does make me like hype that we've got like so many more concerts coming to the entertainment center oh yeah dua lipa so michael buble (laughs) gotta love the bubble yeah exactly kendrick of course yeah i'm jealous god damn (laughs) I hate you. And the only tickets left are like the. the I know. I saw that. Stuff, and I it, saw that. They have like released extra tickets. Ellie, you should have gotten tickets, mate. Yeah, I just didn't have the money to at the time. That's fair. But you know. yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely Kendrick get, is someone I want to see. Yeah, I'm definitely getting into the mosh there. Oh yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I saw like uh, no moshing rule at the entertainment center. People are gonna ignore that. Yeah, well, people didn't mosh at Impala, but it doesn't seem like a moshing no. sort of music. Exactly. What were some highlights? Would you say from the tame tame Impala set? The confetti was awesome. Um, because mm. uh, I've seen like some of the set lists, like. Maybe they didn't play on like that specific. Could you pull up the Tempala Rushium tour set list, and I can tell you which songs uh, really it went cr- uh, crazy to me? Because uh, Elephant obviously is a big one. Yeah, Elephant. I think there was only one or two songs I didn't know the words to. The all right, honestly, one more hour was banging. That was the last song they played. Uh, New person, same old mistakes. Really is a favorite of mine. So that was great for me. Runaway Houses, City Clouds, I didn't really care for too much. I think that was probably a weaker one compared to everything else towards mm. the end. Eventually was great, but that was to be expected. It's yeah. kind of blown up on TikTok at the moment. Mm. But, yeah, definitely Apocalypse Dreams, Lost in Yesterday, Nangs was great. Um, mm. it, all the basic ones that everyone know, less I know the better. Feels um, like we only, feels go, like backwards. We only go backwards. Does, I love the the visual stuff on the screen for that yeah it's really cool um with the waves and all of that yeah Yeah. so apocalypse dreams is always going to be a highlight for me because that's one of my favorite songs um i just wish they played a little more stuff like alter ego or um beverly laurel or they could have played some of the more feature stuff like skeletons or I sundress but i guess that really enhanced if you have like travis or asap rocky with you yeah well yeah i mean there's it was a really good performance i just wish they played a little bit of their older stuff a little more um and if they did the ones that people listen to more like i rarely would put on runaway houses city clouds i, I understand this that's being an old their one. first major aussie arena tour yeah. they just want to bring in everyone yeah yeah and coming off their more pop mainstream album with yeah. the slow rush it makes a bit more sense yeah slow rush was good though um everything from there was good yeah. i really liked it i just think that next time i've had my experience close up the bass was so heavy that i wish i was further back hearing the yeah words bass properly. can be like a bit of a good thing and a bad thing like yeah in small small theaters it's mm. pretty good like i 
saw a concert at the Tivoli and yeah. I just felt the bass in my heart. It's like, oh Yeah, well, I saw videos um, of people's uh, experience from sitting down towards further back or not standing area. And you can hear the words way better. Yeah. And the bass just... There was one part where there was all this lights and bass and it was when they went off stage to obviously go get a drink or whatever. Yeah. And it was just that little in-between bit and the bass mm. was so heavy that I couldn't hear anything except for the bass. Yeah. I couldn't hear people talking around me. I couldn't hear anything. That's just how heavy the bass was. So, yeah. But all in all, uh, really great experience. I'm glad I got to experience it. Um, what would you rate the set? That's a solid... I'd say a solid nine. I've seen some good performances, though, if you think about it. Like, Tyler, for me, was a 10, not just because he's my favorite artist. His stage presence and everything yeah. he brought with him the set was a beautiful. It was amazing. And I think that it'll be hard for things to compare to that. Oh, so yeah. I See, Tyler's a solid 10. Tame Paul is like an 8.5 to a 9. I saw Queen. Queen was great, too, so yeah, that's up Queen there as well. Yeah, Queen actually, even with Adam Lambert, will have great stage presence. Yeah, and then um, as for solo concerts with supporting acts, uh, Rich Brian I saw, who was great. That was my mm. first performance. That was into the height of his um, career, for sure. The Sailor era? No, before that, so Cold. Yeah. Um, that album, uh, the one with Cold and uh, all of that on it. So that was really good. That was like when he was really starting to kick yeah. off and he got big. So that was a lot of fun. And then I saw Queen and now Tame Impala. Mm. So those are my three solo acts. Um, the rest have been like festivals and yeah. it's really small. Yeah, well, I've seen like Angus and Julia Stone at a, uh, the Make and Gravy concert that was in Brisbane a couple of years ago. So, yeah. yeah. So that was <clears throat> all in all, I'd say that Tyler's still my favorite. I mm. think it's going to be hard to get to that point because he's got so much energy yeah all the time when he's especially performing. when he has a whole stage to himself yeah well it's a different experience there uh i like the crowd more at tame impala to a degree i guess it's because everyone's at <clears> tame impala <throat> people at splendor they'll just yeah. be there for like i i was here for duke dumont earlier I, yeah. I got stuck in the pit yeah i'll just be here for the rest of the night yeah so Tyler, I'm definitely going to see when he comes back for a solo yeah, show, 100%. Definitely. Hopefully, he'll actually come to Brisbane this time. Yeah, yeah exactly I right. know Those he couldn't weird come COVID to Brisbane because it wasn't COVID laws. It was just some clause they had for Splendor. Yeah, that, that was weird. Brisbane couldn't actually... They couldn't do a Brisbane show because it's yeah. some race clause. They do this thing at Coachella where you can't play in like Los Angeles, anywhere in the greater Los Angeles yeah, area crazy. around Coachella. Yeah, that's insane to me. Yeah. But, you know... Tame Impala's a great act, and yep. they do some pretty sick music videos, which brings us on to our second oh, yeah. segment. Oh, yeah. What artists do you think do the best music videos? Okay. I'm going to kick off with an obvious answer from me. Um, I'm going to say I love Tyler Creator's music videos. Yeah, they Like, stuff like uh, Lemonhead, Lemonhead that, that he does. I love his aesthetic, that yeah. IFHY. That's a great mm. music video. I think his aesthetic really that boy even. grew, especially from cherry bomb all the way to call me if you get lost exactly so it's definitely different vibes um yeah who's another great one? Oh, you're gonna say this 100 percent, but i want to get in early the weekend the, the weekend, weekend has great music videos oh yeah he he's a cinephile so it makes sense that he wants to make everything green oh, and cinematic so cool i was actually watching the blinding lights video yeah on the train here and thinking god damn this just speaks covid because yeah 
it was released what a few months before the lockdowns happened. It just yep. felt like the lyrics and seeing the weekend white girl yeah. dance on on like some LA bridge. It's just like yep. that's COVID. Yeah, dancing by yourself alone, isolated. Yeah, but having a good time. Yeah, exactly right. And I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand with the content of the song, so it worked yeah. out. I definitely mean, after i was just like an album about being weird and isolated so, yeah so exactly just made right. sense of 2020 yeah no it was cool yeah uh other than that uh, 90s foo fighters videos are some okay. of the greatest rock okay. videos you'll ever see like yeah. learn to fly everlong um uh, my hero and even yeah. some of the newest stuff like walk is pretty good in my opinion have you ever yeah. seen those foo fighters videos yeah i've seen a few of them to me all those 90 ones kind of blend together for me i think Foo fires just worked well because they just had that sense of not yeah. taking themselves seriously and just having good old <laughs> who fun. did the song for spider-man one was that nickelback hero i don't know i need a hero to save me you know that I, one i i kind of forgot <clears throat> that me that just kind of reminds me of all those 90s rock videos yeah so, uh that just kind of speaks to me <laughs> on that level but I think, you know, just seeing how well-directed, how much fun the Fooies are having yeah. on, on set. Mm. Like, Learn to Fly has freaking Tenacious D in it as well. Yeah. Oh, Tenacious D has great music videos. Like, Tribute. Have you uh, seen that music video with the devil? Yeah. Funny so enough, good. the devil's played by Dave Grohl. Really? Yeah, he was a devil in both that and their oh, movie, The Pick of Destiny. I didn't know that. That's sick. Welcome to Fun Facts of Duncan Tiana. That is awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, I and, love it, <laughs> and they just have fun like with it. You yeah, know, they, they're not like groundbreaking or anything. No. But they're just fun. Yeah, Tenacious D is amazing. Yeah, for both Foo Fighters and Tenacious D. Yeah, yeah. Another good one, Kanye. Okay, yeah, I, I see that. He's here's the thing. I don't go back and rewatch them, so I don't think he's too stunning. He like there are music videos that are cool, like the Runaway one's cool. Your Runaway, Black Skinhead. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't ever watch I'd, the Kanye I'd, ones. I'd say, like, Kanye just certain stuff are great, like Runaway, of course, mm. and Monster, mm. yeah. and Black Skinhead, because they're really good videos, but he's not really much of a music video man. No, I wouldn't say so. There's mm. more cool videos with his songs in it, like the Saints Row trailer. You know? Yeah. Kendrick has been doing some good videos. Yes. Kendrick does great videos. Hum- uh, he always has. Humbles, King Kunta. I- Humble's Humble an amazing video. It's probably one of the most well-directed music videos I've ever seen. His the he with Mr. Morale and the um, uh, big N95 steppers. The and N95 we video. Cry we cry together was awesome. That is exactly. <laughs> I was talking to my friends about this when it first came out. I was yeah. saying like, if I were to do a music video, I would actually just film them in a screaming match. <laughs> oh man, I loved. Plus, it. you get to see Kendrick's butt in it, so that's awesome. Uh, I love. So weird. My parents are huge Kendrick fans. They were singing "We Cry Together." Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Not actually, my home situation is very fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who else has done some really good videos? Like Childish Gambino. This is America. This is America is a historical video for me. I mean, like yeah. that's gonna that's it, gonna go down in history as something very controversial yet yeah. artistic. Because that video, you have to pause to really look at it. Yeah. And the dancing done by Gambino and the back of dancers are sort of like distractions. So like, yeah. look at us. Don't look at all this chaos. Yeah, no, the real a, meaning. I love the meaning behind it. Another yeah. music video for me from him would be Sweatpants. Sweatpants. That's a good music video. Because the internet has some good videos. Sweatpants yeah. and 3005. Yeah. 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 I don't really care for 3005. You know this. 
No, that's it's just like the one song of Childish Gambino really? I don't really care about. I didn't about. know that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've told you that. <sighs> no, I just don't care about that song. I don't know. I just, I used to like it yeah. a little, but it's always just seemed a bit out of place for me. I will say, like, pop artists have done some good videos mm, as well. Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beyonce's got great I know videos. you don't really like her, but Lady Gaga, like, <sighs> say what you want about her. I know, I know. But her videos are, are pretty Yeah, her damn videos well. are cool. Like yeah. that one with Beyonce. That well, Yeah. Yeah. That one's awesome. It's just a Quentin Tarantino film. I yeah. get it. Lady Gaga does cool stuff. Uh, and Lady Gaga isn't my enemy. She seems like an amazing human being. I just, uh, yeah. it's another one of those artists I just can't rock with. I kind of like early 2000s Britney videos. They're pretty okay. fun. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Madonna as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What, what's some good other videos that I can think of? I can't think of anything oh, else. Damn. That's the thing. That's the thing. Which yeah. means we may have to go into... Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. That's who we're going Thriller. into. Thriller is a great music Goated. video. Yeah. Well, Be- the, you see, Thriller is... It's got a lot of a dark aesthetic to it that's yeah. so cool. And it's a movie in itself as well. Cause it they is. Because they got John Landis who did <clears throat> Animal House and American yeah. Werewolf in London to direct it. Yeah, which are both horror movies, which is why we're talking about best movies for Halloween, right? Yeah. Like that little segue I did there. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Brilliant little segue. So yep. what would you say are some quintessential Halloween movies for 2022? The ones that have come out this year? or yeah. this, this year, year or just in general. Okay, I'll start with one for this year. The first one for this year I'm going to say is Smile. I just watched it Smile recently. It seems that way, because it's just a silly... Have you seen it? I haven't. It's not silly. You know what I mean? It's just it's, like a you see the, here's fun the type thing. horror film. Like, it's very scary, but... I went into this movie expecting hot garbage. Hot really? garbage. I hated the trailer. Everything about it. I, I will was admit, like... when I saw the trailer for it, watching Bodies, 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 which I th- which I would also recommend okay, as a good Halloween film. Yep. Because I haven't seen it yet. I'm just like, eh... This is kind of by the numbers, and I just only recognize mm. it because it's got uh, Cal Penn in it. The guy? Cal Penn, you know, Kumar from Harold and Kumar. Oh, yes, White Castle. yes, yes, yes. It's also got uh, this dude who played the kid version of The Flash from Smallville in it. He's a police oh, really? officer. And also, it's got A Train, baby. Here comes the A Train. Yeah, I didn't know he was in it. And uh, my friend Bruce and my friend Jada, we were watching it, and. He just came on screen and we both just like got up and we're like, what the hell? <laughs> so excited. The A-Train, baby. <laughs> he comes. You can't stop the A-Train. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Um, and then the main character was in 13 Reasons Why, I believe. Um, <laughs> she was Clay's girlfriend in season two. I wouldn't know. I've not seen 13 Reasons Why. First season's good. That's it. That's it. Nothing <laughs> that's else. That's all I need to watch. <laughs> um, but that's the horrors of real life. We're talking about the horror, horrors of Halloween right now. Yeah. And honestly, a go-to for me would be any of the Evil Dead movies. They're they're the fun kind of horror that you can yeah. just turn on and just. <sighs> what would you say? Was... I love slashes. I yeah. don't like. Uh, I get a bit sick of like the demon stuff, which is why I guess you could say like. You're not big on, like, The Conjuring or... No, I love The Conjuring, but they do it so well that I can't James stand to watch like the boring ones. James Wan's probably, like, the better jump-scare directors, because... Smile was really good for me. That mm. stood out to me. Invisible Man, the newest one, the oh, remake. I love it. Really good. Really yeah. well made. And that's the same... I came out with... Lee Whannell. Yeah. Well, I came out for that, similar to how I came out for this new movie, Smile, because I was watching it, and I expected nothing, and I ended up being very satisfied because yeah. i jumped 
The movie freaked me out. There was genuinely scary scenes in it. The cinematography, man. Oh, the sound design is amazing. It is so good. If you see it, you have to see it in a Dolby Atmos theater. You have to. Because the sound design is insane. It seems like that's where so much of their money went. Yeah, that's that's a great one. But what if our our viewers don't have kids or aren't just big on horror? Ghostbusters is one. That was my next one I was going to say. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I had to cough right there. But yeah, I was just watching a trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife last night. And I was like, I have not seen this yet. You I haven't. need to. No, I've seen every single Ghostbusters movie I on repeat. I enjoyed Ghostbusters Afterlife a lot. Like, I played the video game, the one that's a sequel to the movies. Yeah. That's just come out as a remaster recently. And I'm a I, giant Ghostbusters fan. I didn't see the new one because that last remake just burnt me. It won't burn you. It's not okay. perfect by any means, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. I'll watch it. Uh, but I, I was telling my friends last night, I was like, I have to rewatch Ghostbusters because I want to see the new one. I want to yeah. see the new one. So I was telling them that. So I'm definitely going to try and watch it. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm. Any other good family-friendly sort of spooky stuff? Hocus Family Pocus? Friend- oh, Hocus Pocus. I don't know why, but I... Okay, I know why. But I always associate that movie with Christmas because... One year I came back from Christmas Eve at a family's house and it was on TV and I watched it really? until midnight <laughs> when Christmas uh, started. I was like, "This is, that was a weird experience. So I always associate yeah. it with Christmas. Adam's but, Family movies, like the 90s ones, I, I love them. I don't think I've seen many of them. I'd recommend the fan. 90s ones with Raul Julia and, and okay. Angelica Houston. All right, I'll try it out. I'll try it out. Because they're done by Barry Sonnenfeld, who did yep. the Men in Black movies. Yeah. I love Men in Black. They're, they're a really good, good like, fun okay. films. Okay. There was a guy... And playing Uncle Fester is the guy who, who played Doc Brown in Back to the Future. Oh. Um, I don't know. I just call him Doc. Yeah, but the guy who played Doc is... Yeah. Uncle Fester. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, uh Christina Ricci is Wednesday. Yeah. She's great. Okay, cool. And Jenna Ortega is playing Wednesday in the new Netflix show. Uh, that's, I'm not she looks re- all right. Yeah, she looks Have you seen right. the clips of it? Yeah, I'm not really big on it. but Really? You I'm, don't like Jenna Ortega? Or I like Jenna Ortega, show? but not yeah. big on the show. She seems cool. Yeah. She gives me a bit of a... Uh, El, El, Jamie Lee Curtis or no the vibes she does in interviews that I've seen her in reminds me of oh no I'm forgetting her name not Alison Brie oh god what's uh, her name it's Aubrey the one Plaza. from Aubrey Plaza I love Aubrey Plaza yeah me too and she reminds me of that so I like mm-hmm. uh, I like listening to her interviews because she sounds insane <laughs> so it's very yeah. funny um, other than that I see. That's the thing. I don't. When I think of Halloween, I don't watch kids' movies. Ghostbusters yeah. would probably be the only one that I'd watch. I'd say Hotel Transylvania, maybe. Eh, I can't, see. I'm not big on when I want to. When I come to Halloween, I want to get scared. Yeah, and I want to watch a mo- scary some, movie. Some of the good scary movies. It, it's they're fun. Scream. Scream's great. Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Nightmare on Halloween, Street. of course. Halloween. I haven't seen the new Halloween yet, which yeah. I really got to see. I've heard a lot of mixed stuff on the newest yeah. Halloween. Just yeah, like, me too. If you just go and not expecting anything, you'll just have a good time. I know. Which I think you have to go in expecting. I know, but you know mm. what? I've, I've heard that like Je- Michael's like never in it mm. in the film, and he's barely <laughs> in it, which is crazy because yeah. the last movie was all about so him just killing people. So I'd say if you want people. a good Halloween, night, Halloween, Halloween film, I'd say the, thir- the actual first one. 
season yeah. of the witch which is a more of a cult one yeah because that one didn't even have michael myers in it it was like yeah. a completely separate story because from what i've heard like watching mm. dead meat or something yeah it was meant the halloween series was meant to be an anthology but people mm. liked michael myers so much in the mm. the first one that they thought let's do a sequel wrap things up because michael dies in the second yep. s- second movie or does like, he Ooh, mm. and and when they announced Halloween 3, it didn't have Michael Laurie Strode in it. So people were like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. And they just, and it had like a weird plot line involving like Stonehenge being stolen and and booby trapped Halloween masks. Yeah. But it was insane in like the fun way. Yeah. Well, I liked that they did a requel. Yeah. And uh, they well, brought it back. But then Halloween Kills was just. Yeah. It was just there. It didn't mean mm. anything to me. So it was I like hope the that first this movie that can they tie it up. Because they had the ones yeah. directed by Rob Zombie. Yeah. As well. I, I don't even remember liking those, honestly. So yeah. I think that I'm glad they did the requel. Mm. The first requel was great, and you could have mm. left it at that, in my opinion. But, I you think, know, maybe this third mm. movie will turn me around. Who knows? Well, yeah. I guess we'll find out. I'm a yeah. big fan of like some zombie comedies for Halloween. Oh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, Zombieland. Yeah. Okay, those movies I'd watch. But once again, they're not kids' movies. I don't think a kids' movie is what I think yeah. of Halloween. You want like spooky, fun stuff. Get Out, Get... Us. No. Nope. You could do a three-film marathon. Of Peel films. Of Peel. Candyman, if you're stretching it a bit. Oh, I've tried to watch that movie so many times, and every time I just have to stop for some reason. Like, my mm. friend's like, hey, come over, let's watch House of the Dragon. Or, like, I don't know. I just <laughs> haven't gotten to watch that movie properly yet. When you mentioned General Otega earlier, I just suddenly remember yeah. X, that new film, that <sighs> the new Ty West film. With, yeah. Uh, have you seen it? haven't yet I, it's on amazon prime i yeah. think i might give it a watch yeah i've seen it i was disappointed after all the praise i heard really i think it was it was too weird for me it was like not too weird in the way of like like it, it's experimental but it was just a lot of like the writing decisions i guess yeah yeah i'd say so the some of the cut like there's a very i won't spoil anything for you but there's a character that's played by the same actress as a main character yeah in the i've film. heard about that and it's odd it's just an it's odd a, choice i wouldn't have choice, done that but i think it's sort of tied into like the prequel film that ty west did with mia goth that just released pearl oh okay so yeah, yeah that would be really maybe i should watch it and see if like there's, yeah. a, there's a reason for me to and like a24's come out with some good horror films that yeah would be good for halloween the witch the witch hereditary mm. if you really want to scar yourself for life yeah that's midsummer. horrifying midsummer i'm never gonna watch again <laughs> um but yeah i mean that's the thing uh with those movies it's like i like hereditary but, but you they're not a watch movie I'd watch on Halloween, you know? Yeah. I like to watch, like, a Freddy Krueger just mess Silly stuff up. Silly sort of horror, that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, Scream. Horror, horror. Scream's great because it's so meta and entertaining. Yeah, yeah I Same love it. Same could be something like Freddy's New Nightmare, that meta one they did with Nightmare on Elm Street, where... Mm. Like, yeah. Where, yeah. Like... <laughs> when it's, like, in the, the actors yeah. are experiencing it and, like, Freddy England's a character in it. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. So Stranger cool. Things is a good watch. Yeah, if you want an anthology show, that would be good. Mm. Uh, well, not an anthology a show, TV but just series. a series. American Horror Story. American Horror Story, yeah. Depending um, on the season you watch, I'd say yeah. probably watch the first couple. Yeah, the, the second season was pretty good. 
uh, the Asylum what stuff. What we're doing the Shadows, both what the movie doing the shadows? and the TV series. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because it has that, like general... It, it's got a vibe to it's it. It's got a vibe to it that I... Was that me or was that... Oh, Siri, th- go away, girl. I think that was you. I don't need that right now. Um, I don't need you to understand me, Siri. I'm my own person. <laughs> I'm my own person, Mom. Yeah, but I don't know. I just don't go to that funny horror stuff on yeah. Halloween. I like that scary I guess stuff. I go, go to comedy horror a bit more just because horror for some people is just so hard to get into. I get that. I do I, understand I enjoy that. the thrill of horror. Yeah. I love horror games. Mm. I, Resident Evil 2, the remake, is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to Dead Space. I'm looking forward to Callisto Protocol and the Resident Evil 4 remake. Yeah, exactly. And they're doing a Silent Hill 2 remake as of today. I just they announced. saw that. And yeah. I... And fun fact about me, I've played a bit of Alien Isolation and will not ever play it again. Just Why? The Alien's scary as. Yeah, I love it. Alien and Aliens is also a good choice for horror, sci-fi horror. Yeah, yeah. The Fly. I'd say that. I'd say that. Yeah. And maybe the first Terminator. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because it's more of an it's fun. slasher than yeah. two. And... I love slashes. Slashes are always my favorite. Not because of the gory kills, but because of the... I like the the mystery sometimes with like Scream, stuff like that. Yeah. I will say last one, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, yeah, okay. I hated that movie when I first watched it, and then I gave it a few rewatches, and I was like, okay, this is kind of funny and meta. I don't like the ending, though. You can tell they wrote that in a couple, like, days. Yeah. Yeah, stupid studio execs. Yeah. (laughs) Just stopping. But speaking of studios, I saw, like, a couple times, like, Okay. Are studio logos okay. weirdly the most important bit? Let's talk about like the opening logos of studios. Okay, I've got a few we- opinions. They're weirdly the most important part of the film, yet people just really go like, "Oh, this is too long," which I agree with. Like, I like I like seeing the logos. It gets me hyped for a film. Yeah, I like when I- they do something different with their logos, like how Warner Brothers does with the Harry Potter films. Yeah. And, they've and got- they, they just change it gradually yeah. to how darker the film gets. Yeah, and then the, with like uh, it. The first one, yeah, uh, not the had, originals, but the remakes. Yeah, they had like they the, had the balloons. The balloons that and was like cool. The theme song playing. Yeah, uh, uh, I love it when an audio logo gets clever and just yeah. plays with yeah. it, like change things around. Like, well, they have to do it. They're the yeah. company that's putting it out there. I mean, it's it is important, and I think that that why not have some fun with it? You know. Yeah. And um, what would you say, like, just the best ones? What would you say, like, the best film logos of all time? I'm going to tell you one that I dislike a lot. What? And you might hate me, but the Disney logo. Where it goes through the park and it's got that star that shoots across it. I will admit, it it just goes for a bit too long. It's just boring. Nothing really happens. There's fireworks and it's just like, oh. I like the one from, like, the 90s. It was just quick and it's Disney. It's got the music. And it's because I'll put it up. Uh, right here. Yeah, you you know the one that I'm talking about. Yeah, this one. Yeah, that that the one's that, good. You see that one? Yeah, I see it. It's the blue one. I'll I'll explain for the view the people listening. The, the newest, it's the blue one with the white logo, yeah. and it's not the one that I'm talking about where it goes through the park and then there's the star. It's just the, like the park and the star. Yeah, the 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 Cinderella castle. Yeah, it's just from far away. And but, I like the the Pixar one as well, where you just go through the tunnel bit. And yeah, you've got Randy Newman. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Okay, I don't mind that one. The Pixar logo is just... It's funny. I'm going to say one that I do like. 
Yeah. And it's changing over time, which is cool. But the Marvel logos are always fun. Yeah. Especially when they, do once again, do something new with your logos. Make it exciting. Make it relate to the film. They've always had pretty good music. Yeah. Ever since they properly went to Marvel Studios mm. yeah. branding. It's really cool. And they have, like, proper composers well, doing Well, they used it. to do the comic flipping, which used to be really cool. But now they've got the composing. Oh, yeah. And then the, the, all the superheroes pop up. And, yeah. It makes things feel a bit more epic than yeah. just... Yeah. Which I do agree. It's a good logo. Yeah. The Fox logo is just nothing but iconic. Yeah. Okay. The Fox logo, I'm never going to hate. Yeah. I'm never going to hate the Fox logo. It's, it's so entertaining. Yeah. And it's just the... Dun, so dun, grand. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I have a particular love for the music from the, the newest music from the Universal Pictures. Okay. It's, it just feels like just yeah. the background music yeah. and just... Okay. It's, I get it's it. fun. Yeah. I mean, for me, music for me in logos just mm. if you have if you just had to listen with your headphones on and you had to guess wh- who this by, like, oh, I hear a bunch of drums going dun 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 dun. That's Fox. Yep. I'm hearing a bunch of gibberish. Universal. That's uh, Illumination. Yep, I hear some exactly. minions. Oh, I'm minions. suddenly deaf. That's THX. <laughs> oh, THX is awesome. You can go online and do the THX sound yeah. experience where you hold your button and it does it for your headphones to see your depth of range because that's what it is yeah it's to see the depth of range i actually read something online that it actually doesn't get loud they just layer in so many notes yeah yeah to produce like a glissando effect so while it sounds loud it isn't actually it's like the regular volume i'll give you another film studio that needs to put effort into their uh their logos and what they do with it sony it's so boring ding Ding. Like, That's all it is. I feel like Bing. for the actual Columbia logo, they've done some pretty cool stuff with like yeah. Spider-Verse, one of my okay, favorite Spider-Verse variants. has a great logo. But that, once again, we're coming back to do something interesting yeah. with your logos. Don't just make it boring. I Don't like do the, the same thing. Zombie Land 2 one where the Columbia lady's just bashing zombies. Yeah, okay, that one's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Zombie Land 2, but I'm pretty sure they do that in the first. I've seen a clip mm. of it, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, another one... Uh, Netflix's logo is okay. I like yeah, when they quick. updated it, and it's like the red and the yellow and At the blue. And the net Netflix logo is quick and just gets yeah gets it over with. Yeah, definitely. Like, sometimes you just don't want your time wasted. Like, yeah, I can't think of anything that goes through a bit too long. The the what's the lion one? MGM. MGM. They're okay. Yeah, it's, it's like, cool because of the history cool... behind it. I have a lot of good memories of just watching like like just dvds and seeing the village roadshow logo just pop up the warner brothers logo is cool but that's once again because they change it just yeah. do something different do something fun that's all i have mm. to say on that matter that i don't think there's much more i can add yeah because logos they're just so you know mm. and what actually i like to point out something dolby they've done some pretty decent stuff i'm just going to pop up i'd have to see it they did like a b movie one huh and it'd be like Dolby Digital. Ah, okay, that's funny. Yeah. Okay, that is funny. And it's D O L B E. Yeah, and THX like they have Barry some... B Benson. I okay, won't play funny. it because I don't want THX just to hover over me and deafen me to death. But they've done some pretty good stuff, like updating logos and yeah, changing things. Yeah, THX around. is cool. It's simple. It's cool. Yeah. You can. They see THX isn't isn't I... boring because the sound is so. 
just deafening. Yeah, like, it's fun. I understand why people are scared of it because it's yeah. loud. Yeah, exactly. But I I do agree. They have they really have good self awareness. Like, shout out to the THX social media yeah. team. They I did this joke on Twitter about like oh man, I just saw my 2004 Star Trek DVDs and saw the THX logo I can't hear anymore. And they're just like, hey, it's not that bad. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. Yeah, and I love The deep the, note. Yeah, the deep note. Mm-hmm. And I love all like, the variants. They have like the Simpsons one, which was like a natural joke they did in an episode. But the guys at THX liked so much. It's like, hey, can, can we make this a trailer? Oh, that's cool. That's so neat. Oh, Tex. Yep. That was actually made by Pixar. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah jo- no, THX is good. Yeah, and they did like a, oh, this one, Cavalcade. The yep. one you see before like the, all of the Star Wars movies. Yep, Terminator 2. Now, Shrek. Now, speaking of Shrek, I'm kidding, that's not my recommendation. Yeah. But it's time for recommendations. Yeah, we've got to wrap things up soon. We've got to wrap things up. It's getting late. It's nearly an hour. Nearly yeah. an hour of content. Counting it. I'm hitting my bell. Uh, We're going on to the next bit. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, don't blow me up like <laughs> Gus Fring. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. So what's your recommendation? Okay. I've spoken about it on this podcast. Is it it's fresh? Smile. Oh, it's Smile. I, I, smile. Uh, Go watch Smile in theaters yeah. with Dolby. I want to hear your opinions. Yeah. Because I thought the trailer looked like hot garbage and I came out very satisfied yeah. with it. Hopefully I'll remember, but fingers crossed. Go see it. Go see it. You have to. You absolutely have to. My recommendation is on YouTube. It's Coachella, 20 Years in the Desert. I was doing it for... What is that? So basically it's a documentary on Coachella. Okay. Yeah, It's got some very interesting things. I was like, huh. Mm. All right. Okay. So much weird stuff that's happened. Like, I'll give you one spoiler. The Daft Punk 2006 performance pretty much saved electronic music and really brought it to be like how flashy it is nowadays wow okay yeah all right i'll trust you on that one mm. i'll watch it i'll give it a listen i'll give it a watch use yeah. my eyes to witness it yeah awesome okay well that is our recommendations you can follow our recommendations with us as well yeah judge us for not following it no no we'll follow it we will follow it yeah. i i will watch that because i'm very interested i've watched two documentaries in the last couple like couple yeah. days same. That was yeah. like one of the documentaries I was doing them for all. an assignment. Oh, awesome! Yeah, no. I uh, if you want an extra one, I'll give you. I'll give you the Banksy documentary. He directs it. Oh yeah. And it's essentially this guy who's trying to record Banksy, and he's this fake documentary person. He doesn't know what he's doing, <laughs> and then he shows Banksy this footage that he has that's really good, but he edits it like an experimental film of ninety minutes of nonsense. And then Banksy sees it and he's like, okay, well, this is kind of garbage. That doesn't surprise me for Banksy. And he says to this dude, go off and do an art gallery and I'll edit your film. So he swaps roles with him and then he ends up flipping the film and making it on this guy, not about it being Banksy. So it's like Banksy directs it, he's interviewed in it, re-siphons, narrates it. It's so awesome. You have to watch it. I'll give it a watch. Yep, awesome. Is Banksy? He's a pretty cool guy. He is. I love Banksy. I love him. Maybe you're Banksy. Maybe I am. You've never seen him and I in the same room together. Damn. I'm wearing a soup can shirt and Andy Warhol. I'm I'm wearing a an an art shirt as well. Maybe I'm Banksy. Oh my god! Know it. It's Banksy. It's Banksy. All right, that's all we have time for today, everyone. Thanks, guys. This is Banksy out. Not Banksy. This is Banksy. Maybe not Banksy. We can't tell. I took the walk. Uh.
And spray painted it. Yeah, we're just going to have to deliver that lock to Poland. You know, yep, they the go... spray paint to Paris. Yeah, because, you know, Poland needs some stir fries. Yep, of course. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you guys That's so all we much have for, for today for listening. We'll be back in a, another couple of weeks for, Woo! for some more screen sound. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. Oh.